Hi, this is Devin, and welcome to the More of Devin Show. This is your podcast where I'll help you understand how to easily release body fat, how to stay consistent with your nutrition, and how to develop a successful mindset for weight loss in an effortless way. If your goal is to lose belly fat, tone up, lose weight, or take your nutrition and fitness to the next level, this is your one-stop shop for all your needs. In this show, I will be answering your questions and helping you through your journey. If you have any questions, there's a link below where you can submit. Enjoy. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Good guys, this is another episode of More with Devin, and um, once again, to kind of let you guys know, <clears throat> know, I have two cameras, so I'm looking over here, looking over here, so if you see me looking away from the camera, it's because we got two different phones going on at the same time. We're on uh, Facebook, as well as Instagram, Divine Fit Coach, if you don't follow me on Instagram. So today, um, our topic we're going to be talking about is um, workouts and training. And I'm going to give some advice, some things that I've learned, you know, from there. And then also answer some questions that people have submitted um, to, the, um, to the podcast. So we're going to have to get this party started and get everything going. All right. So um, when it comes to training, you know, what I want to talk about today is how to get the best results from your workout. Um, getting the best results from your workout. Um, and what that comes down to, what I found is what's actually most important beyond actually having like the most optimal training or the best coach or whatever that may be, the best training facilities, is more than anything, you know, enjoying the process versus focusing on, you know, the end result. So if you can enjoy the process, you know what I mean? Like, let's just say, you know, you are learning how to bench press. And instead of focusing on like you want to lift, like let's just say, you know, a lot of guys, first they want to get up to being able to bench press 225, then eventually, you know, getting into that 315, having three plates on the on the bar. If you focus on the enjoyment of lifting, um, that'll get you way further than, you know, focusing on like the end process. So enjoying the moment, enjoying training, enjoying, you know, what you're doing and like being enthusiastic about that day that you got to get into the gym. And like just, you know, lifting and having fun with it. And if you're having fun and you're enjoying and you, you, you're happy with how you feel, you're going to continue with it much longer than just focusing on the end result. And, you know, even when it comes to like you see people who compete and things of that nature, like there are people who say they want to reach a particular goal and they just locked into that versus a person who lifts because they love it. The person that lifts because they love it is going to get better results and probably going to end up reaching that goal that they desire. And even me, for example, you know, um, 2013 was the first time that I actually did a competition. And it wasn't until 2019 that I got my pro card. And let's just say if I said, oh, I want, a pro, want my pro card and in two years. And, like, I just focused and went super hard, lift every single day. And then, you know, maybe I get that and then I fall off completely or I don't get it and then I quit. Versus working out for the love of it, you know, it took six years, but, hey, I enjoyed it. And then from there, you know what I'm saying? That's the key to really getting really great results. For number one, is just enjoying the process versus being so focused on the end result. And then from there, um, you know, being realistic about, you know, the kind of goals that you're trying to reach. So like if let's just say you want to lose, you know, you know, 10 pounds or 20 pounds and you try to do it in four weeks, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to really push yourself super hard. You may not have enough. You may be able to do that in four weeks, but what if you have some hiccups and have some times where you're off your game and you're not like, you know, locked in the way that you need to? Or let's just say you're trying to, you know, gain a certain amount of muscle. Be honest with yourself about how long that's going to take and give yourself enough time to be able to get to that place that you desire to be. And then from there, the last thing is um, 
you know, create a plan that works with your circumstances. So like you can have the most optimal workout ever, but if it doesn't work with your schedule, it doesn't work with what you need, you're probably not going to stick with it. If it's like super like a long workout or, you know, it's super tedious, you're training every single day and you're like, you're getting burnt out and worn out versus like maybe just three days a week starting off. And, but if you can train for three days a week for a whole year, you can make amazing results. And I've been able to see this with, you know, the clients at my gym. They train three days a week. They, you know, they train two to four, sometimes five sets per exercise and only three different sets of, of movements. And um, it's people that are like changing their lives from just three, three day a week workouts, but they are consistent. So the biggest thing is, you know, you know, you want to find something that's very optimal. You want to find something that it's going to, you know, get you, move you towards to where you want to be. And you, sometimes you got to make sacrifices, but if you're just, you know, getting into training, you're working out to lose weight, to, you know, to get in shape, to feel good about yourself. And, you know, you're not like trying to be on an Olympic level, like, you know, do something that you can stick to and you can commit to long-term. So real stuff, if, if you are honest with yourself and you know that three days a week is the most that you can get into the gym and, you know, and like, and it doesn't mess up your, your life schedule, stick with that and you know you like i said a year from now you will have you'll start making amazing you'll see some amazing results more than what you could ever imagine versus jumping in and like you know you gung-ho you're working out five six seven times a week and you do that for a couple months and then you burn out and then you don't even like working out anymore or you see something that happens in your life where you know you have an excuse that you don't need to train anymore so um you know just finding Something that's that's gonna that you can stay consistent with, because really consistency is the key. So if you can enjoy something, you're gonna be able to stay consistent with it. And then if you're honest about how long it's gonna take, you're you'll be able to stay consistent with it. So you got first, you just got to be honest with yourself, enjoy it, and then you know um, you know figure out a system that's gonna work for the life that you have currently. And um, and then from there, man, you can just build off of that and create a really great foundation. So. Um, that's my advice when it comes to, you know, uh, getting the best results when it comes to training. Just be honest with yourself and, um, you know, find something that you enjoy. Stay consistent with it. And then, you know, and if you don't understand how to get all those pr principles together, you know, get you a coach and find somebody that you trust that can help you be able to, you know, move down a pathway. And they can help you create a game plan that will allow you to have all those things tied into what your goal goals are. Make sense? Awesome. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and get to some of the questions that people have submitted. So um, so one of the first questions, how do you start with someone with physical limitations due to a major injury? Um, so that's a great question. You know, it's kind of actually pretty simple. Um, what it comes down to is, you know, uh, one of one of my mentors, uh, Nick Tamulio, um, he has something called the two C's. And I talk about this a lot, you know, with my with my clients, like in, in my coaches, um, is control and comfort. So if you can do a movement with good control, where you understand the principles behind it, you're not wobbling and falling over, and you can move with good control, then that's a good that's a check on the mark where we can do that movement. And then we can do it without any discomfort. So you can do that movement, and you're no, you have no acute pain. Then you know we can continue to progress. And like I've had clients that are you know really old or have like extreme injuries, and we just take it super super slow, where they understand why they're doing the movement and they can do it proficiently, and then they have no acute pain. And then from there, you know, it goes start, starts off with body weight, and then from there, you know. We're being able to, you know, use maybe three pounds and then five pounds and then 10 pounds. And then before you know it, they have no pain anymore. 
So um, the two C's is what I would say to you is that first, you know, moving with good control and then moving with good comfort. And if you can do that, you can progress from that space. And, um, and then, you know, just making sure that you have like a person that understands technique. Your coach can make sure that your body's in the right position and you're moving in the right way so you don't, you know, cause any kind of injury. But more than anything, I would say for any person that's watching this, you have injuries or you find yourself, you know, never being able to progress because of some kind of like tweak or anything of that nature, control, control and comfort. If you can focus on those two C's, it can take you a very, very long way to being able to do some very, very complex movements and exercises. All right. So then our next question, um, how can I develop a growth mindset? So personally for me, what I found is like, you know, number one, one of the best things is getting having a mentor, a person who is, you know, steps ahead of where you have been and they're open to helping you from an honest place. And um, and from that space, you got to be open to that mentor. So you got to find a mentor that you trust and then open yourself up to the principles that they're trying to teach you. And then from there, I would say, you know, one of the biggest things is, in, you know, going to conferences and, you know, seminars, like in, investing, you know, your money and, you know, getting a plane ticket and flying out somewhere where, you know, people are the best of the best. You can hear them speak in real life. It's a big difference from, you know, listening on the Internet versus being connected to somebody's energy in real life and then being around other people of like mind who are on that same path. And you guys can co-collaborate and you connect and make connections. That's one of the biggest things that's, you know, been for me when it comes to my success is, you know, um, you know, me traveling and connecting to people who are better than me and getting around getting around people who have a, a like mind. And then, you know, what I'm saying you build off of that energy, you see new, in, you, you, you gain new insights and uh, you see things in a better perspective, in, in a different perspective. And then um, the last thing I would say is, you know, really, you know, reading books and, you know, what I'm saying finding books that are rooted in, you know, helping you be able to, you know, see a bit bigger, bigger a bigger vision. And, um, you know, that's rooted to the things that you're trying to do. So, like I said, getting a mentor, you know, and then, you know, going to seminars and reading books when it comes to developing a growth mindset. And then the next question is, any advice on maintaining a, maintaining a growth mindset or a fitness mindset? Um, I would say the same way that, you know, every day you gotta take a bath, you know what I'm saying? Every day you gotta brush your teeth to, to keep your teeth staying clean and keeping your body from stinking. It's the same thing you gotta do. So, you know, you got that mentor, you're going to seminars, reading books, it's got to be a consistent thing. It can't be something that you're locked into for a short amount of time and then you fall off. You got This has got to become a part integrated in your life. Every day, the things that you've learned, the things that you're reading, you got to apply it and you got to live it. It's got to be a, a part of who you are. And um, so just like anything, you know, if you want to stay consistent and you want to get better at it, you got to you got to you got to do it consistently. So that's what I would say. And then um, <clears throat> next question, uh, is it good to lift for fat loss? And um, actually, you know, that's a great question. Um, what I would say to kind of answer that question is if, you know, if there's two scenarios, like one person is dieting, they got their nutrition together and then and, and they're doing cardio. And then you got a person who is just doing, you know, uh, strength training and, and, and doing their um, their diet. The person who's going to have the best physique six months later is going to be in the most fat loss is going to be the person who's strength training and the person who the person who's strength training and, uh, and dieting over the person who's doing a lot of cardio and dieting. Because when you do just cardio, you're going to lose your body composition is going to change in the perspective of losing body fat and muscle versus the person who is strength training. They're going to maintain that muscle and then they're going to primarily lose body fat. And that's the key that most people are looking for when it comes to, you know, 
getting their body like they wanted to look. But, you know, we kind of have got it in our mind and the stigma that cardio is the key to weight loss or to fat loss. But really, you know, strength training and a good diet is going to be the key. So and then also it's ways that you can train and, you know, what I'm saying and really burn, you know, a high amount of calories from resistance training, whether that's, you know, doing supersets. Uh, complexes and combinations, things of that nature where you don't get a lot of rest, you can kind of use, you know, strength training to build muscle, maintain your muscle and be able to prioritize, you know, calorie burning if that is your focus. So specifically, I would say, you know, strength training is a really great way to, you know, induce fat loss combined with having a good diet plan. And then our next question, um, how much weight should I use for strength training? So with this question, I think the first thing before focusing on the weight, the first thing that needs to be focused on is making sure that you master your technique and you really understand how to lift with really good control and comfort. Because if you start lifting super heavy just immediately, that's a disaster for waiting to happen when it comes to all kinds of different injuries. And then the next level, you don't want to like, like um, have, you know, practice bad form and you get really strong and then like your ego makes you not want to lift that lighter weight and do it the right way. So first, get your technique really on point and make sure you're doing things the right way. And then I would say the next thing, you know, don't focus on how strong other people are. Focus on, you know, and like trying to mimic what other people are doing. You know, focus on where you are and where you were and see that and progressively get stronger within yourself. And if you, you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, it's not bad to you know, have inspiration and you see somebody lifting really heavy and that inspires you to want to, you know, get to that level too. But don't get caught up in, you know, seeing that person that's possibly lifting for 10 years and you feel like you're weak because they're lifting so heavy. So like focus on where you are and be patient with yourself, with your technique and with your progression. And like I said, even with that, so basically focusing on the process versus focusing on the end result. You'll Before you know it, year goes by and then now you, you know, you went from Lifting 225s and now you're hitting 315 on a deadlift or something like that. So, you know, so focus on the process of yourself. And then the next thing is um, um, the next thing is making sure that, you know, something that I, I've just recently learned. This is guy knees over toes guy, um, you know, um, that I've learned a lot from in reference to this is, um, you know, really developing connective tissue. So, you know, making sure your tendons your ligaments and your joints overall are really strong because if you get really, really strong in your muscles, but then your joints, tendons, and ligaments are not strong, that's another disaster, that's another disaster waiting to happen where then now, you know, you're injured, you got knee problems, you got shoulder problems. A lot of people, when they bench press, shoulder impingements, knees hurting when they're squatting, all kind of different things, hips all jacked up, and it's rooted in, you know, uh, their muscles being stronger than the connective tissue. So really working on that and making sure that you're getting a full range of motion <clears throat> and that there's a good correlation between the strength of your muscles and your connective tissue. So then you can really maximize and get strong as possible and be able to, you know, stay injury free in the most optimal way. And then from there, <clears throat> once you got that stuff down packed, so focusing on technique, <clears throat> not ego lifting, and making sure your connective tissue is where it needs to be. Then from there, you know, a good rep range for strength training is like one to five reps, depending on like what kind of day it is, whether you're like, you know, um, like lifting for power or lifting for, you know, for, for strength. And, um, you know, then also having some accessory movements in there to make sure everything is all cohesively set up the right way. And then focusing on like more compound movements versus isolation movements when you're trying to get strong. So like, you know, squat, deadlifts, overhead press, bench press, things of that nature. And uh, but I would say once again, if you don't have understanding with that, it would be good to get a coach to make sure that you're getting a program that's going to be conducive to your success 
you know, short term and long term. And then our next question, um, it says, hi, Devin, thank you for holding this excellent informative series, series of live shows for every, every week. We will, uh, will you please talk a little bit about the importance of eating before and after workouts and what positive and negative impacts it could bring to our body? So, you know, when it comes to all of that, it really depends on what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve when it comes to like the meal timing and how things should happen. But if we just get straight to the basics, the most important thing is number one, like if you're, let's just say, you know, you're trying to lose weight and your maintenance calories are 2,500 calories where you don't lose or gain any weight. And let's just say, you know, you need 180 grams of protein to optimize, you know, your muscular retention or muscular growth. Um, so from there, you know, the main focus, the number one focus just off top is making sure, you know, let's say we want to get in a 500 calorie deficit. Then from there, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting those. So that'll be 2000 calories, 180 grams of protein. And um, you'll want to make sure that you are, you know, getting that throughout that 24 hour period. So you're not overeating, you're not undereating. So, you know, staying consistent with that so you can make sure that things are happening proficiently. So like those overall calories and macros, you need to hit that 2000 calories throughout that day. That's going to be the most important thing. You can have amazing meal timing, doing everything super optimal. But if you're not getting the right amount of calories, you're not going to get the right results. So then from there, um, the next thing will be, you know, protein frequency. And, um, you know, what the studies have shown is somewhere around like 20, 20, 30 grams of protein every three hours is going to be optimal for protein synthesis. And that's basically you, you know, being able to, you know, um, develop muscle tissue from, you know, eat, you know, taking that protein in and protein synthesis starts to deviate somewhere around like where you're not, you're no longer in protein synthesis, I think at six hours. But what they're showing is that around three hours is going to be, you know, most optimal for the most, you know, muscle, uh, retention or growth. So I would say, you know, having a protein rich meal every three hours is going to be the next thing. And then um, when it comes to, you know, eating and optimizing your, you know, your, uh, your, uh, your, your food intake around your training, what I, would found, what I found is pre-workout, you know, you want to make sure that you're really hydrated and then you want to make sure that you got enough sodium in your body because, you know, that is how your nerves and your muscles contract. And, um, you know, it's an, a very essential electrolyte. And when you work out most of the time, you know, if you're training rigorously, you're going to sweat and sodium is going to be that main thing that gets reduced. And it's been shown that, you know, when you don't have enough sodium, you know, you get cramps as well as you're not going to be able to train at that optimal level and get that muscular output, you know, as you would if you if you have the right amount of sodium and water. So making sure you got adequate sodium. So I'll say maybe like 30 ounces of water, probably like an hour, two hours before you work out. So you're nice and hydrated. A pinch of salt, you know, whether that's you eating some hot sauce or putting some salt in your water for cellular hydration, whatever that is, you know, adding salt to your food, uh, making sure you got sodium. And then, you know, like I said, that 20 grams of protein. And then if you're trying to optimize your training where you have a lot of energy and, um, you know, where you can, you know, really maximize your training, you want to get some kind of fast digesting carb. And that's going to be relative to, you know, your weight and what your goals are. So, you know, getting, um, you know, uh, drinking water sodium and then making sure that you have you know a fast fast digesting carb and then some kind of you know uh, protein source as well and then post-workout is going to be really important to make sure that you consume you know protein you know at least you know a couple hours after you have trained because protein synthesis is at its highest after training so you want to really you, you want to really maximize you tore that muscle down you want to feed it with some good you know uh, you know uh, nutrients in your body so then, um, so yeah, so that's pretty much actually the, the last question. 
So, um, you know, really great talking to you guys again. I hope this brought some value to you guys. And um, don't hesitate to, you know, reach out and ask questions so I can answer those questions for you guys. I would love to help you guys any way that I can. And everybody that's on here, I appreciate you guys' support. And um, next week, I mean, not next week, but on um, Sunday, we'll be talking about um, uh, nutrition specifically. So um, I'll be talking about nutrition, nutrition specifically. But if you have any kind of questions when it comes to mindset, nutrition and fitness, I'll be here to answer those questions. All right, guys, as I always say, remember what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. All right, peace, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some great things that can help you with your fitness and nutrition goals. Now go out there and make it happen. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Until next time.